What is up, guys? It's me, Callie, and this is the second installment of my podcast. And hopefully, you listened to the first one. I am putting out two on the same day. On this Thursday, I'm thinking I'll upload my podcast every Thursday. So hold me accountable, hold me to that. Happy holidays! Christmas is in a couple days, which is <laughs> wild to me. It is like, I don't know, it's always really interesting to me how fast the years go by now that I am a grown up. I remember when I started high school, my older brothers, they were like, Callie, high school is going to fly by. And I was like, what are you talking about? High school is three years of my life. There is no way that it's just going to fly by, like you're saying. And then I was a senior. And then, I mean, COVID did happen, but then I graduated and I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess that's over and I guess you two are right. Got it. It literally felt like I graduated high school and then all of a sudden, like, it was zero to 60. I don't really know what that's about, but whatever. So this episode, I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit of, like, the holiday season, but also kind of going into the new year. So I actually really do love the holidays. I love birthdays. I show love by giving gifts. So when somebody's birthday rolls around or it's a holiday, I really like my mind starts like thinking of gifts. That's all that I can do. Or if you mention, oh, I like this or this is my favorite snack or I don't know, whatever. That gets literally put like put in a filing cabinet that has your name on it in the back of my brain. And I it gets put back there, you know, in the little gifts folder. So when your birthday or when Christmas rolls around, I'm like, "Ooh. <laughs> Hold on. Let me look through my Rolodex of gift ideas." I really do love that about myself, that I'm attentive in that way. And I mean, my uh, my wallet, not so much, right? I mean, I am constantly trying to like buy stuff for people, whether it's your birthday or not, honestly. Sometimes I'll just see something and go, oh, maybe this person would like that. And then I just buy it. So, Christmas. This year my family is doing it a bit differently because of... My my friend April told me that her family will draw, like, one or two names every year for the holidays. And then they buy gifts for those people. So they're not having to buy gifts for everybody. And she said that to me. And it, like... I was like, oh, we have to do that. We have to do that this year. My family is only getting bigger. I think there's 10 of us and like my immediate family. Both of my older brothers are married. Each of them have a child. 
then there's me and my brother and my parents. So there's a lot of us. We're also all getting older, which means we're not wanting some stupid toy from Target, right? We're like, oh, I could use a new phone or I like this dresser from Ikea. Like I'm not asking for something that's 20 bucks for Christmas, right? So when I brought it up to them, I phrased it in a way of like, hey, that way you can focus on just one person at a time. It makes it a little more sentimental that way and it won't completely drain your pocket, which is a huge bonus. That actually reminds me that I'm not done Christmas shopping. (laughs) Whoops. (sighs) Anyway, so I don't know what kind of traditions you have for Christmas. Everybody kind of has their own thing. But I work Christmas Eve night this year, so I work from 7 p.m. Christmas Eve to 7 a.m. Christmas Day. So Christmas is going to look a little bit different this year for me. I've never done that before. I haven't really had to work on Christmas for a while, actually. I've been very lucky with the jobs I've been at that I've just kind of like scooted by (laughs) on Christmas. But this year, I work a full 12-hour shift on Christmas Eve, which is fine. You know, I get home in the morning. If I need to stay awake, I will. And plus, everybody takes a nap in the afternoon, right? Like, I feel that's, that's a universal thing, right? So, if I need to, I will drink that energy drink and then I will crash in the afternoon. But because I also have two older brothers who are married, you know, they... They've got their own lives, they're doing their own thing, so it kind of varies every year what time they come over, but anyway. My family always makes cinnamon rolls and orange rolls Christmas morning. Last year, my sister-in-law made a quiche, I think, on Christmas morning, And that was different. Like, we have never done that before. It's always really just been, like, your classic, like, American food stuff. Pancakes, sausage, bacon, orange rolls, which are disgusting, by the way. Orange rolls, cinnamon rolls. You've got your basic breakfast spread on on Christmas. We also always listen to the Beatles on Christmas. I don't know what that's about, but we it's it's a mix of Beatles and the Charlie Brown Christmas soundtrack. Well, I don't know about Christmas soundtrack, but a Charlie Brown soundtrack. So we hear Christmas morning. <laughs> and we've just always done that. You know, I I don't know really what that is. My mom loves Charlie Brown, so it probably started when we were younger and we would watch that. But yeah, so orange rolls, cinnamon rolls, and beetles are always a staple at the Sievert household on Christmas morning. I hope you all get what you want and more 
and I hope you all post a haul on your Instagram story. I hope you flex on everybody you know. I hope everybody in the world will make each other feel bad because someone else got what they wanted for Christmas. That's an American tradition. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. Only a little bit. I'm half serious, half kidding. But anyway, I kind of wanted to get into New Year stuff. So I don't know about you guys, but I have never really made goals for the new year. I've never like sat down and been like, okay, I got to figure out what my, what my top goals are for the new year. However, this past year, this year that we're in 2022, I did kind of make like not goals necessarily, but I had like a couple of words that like I wanted to think about for the year. And then I had like phrases that I liked that I kind of wanted to keep in mind. Um, those, I feel like those were kind of boring though. I was a little heartbroken at the beginning of 2022. So they were all like, you know, like, be happy and like stupid stuff like that. So let's talk about this year because you know what? 2022 is in the past queen. We are leaving her behind. She is gone. She is dead. (laughs) Sorry, that was really aggressive. That that could be a Taylor Swift lyric. Why? Because she's dead. This is all over the place. Okay, so my words for 2023... Sorry if you can hear that plain. I've got five words. So the top word that I have for 2023 that I wanted to kind of keep in the back of my head is passion. So I am not a woman that has very many hobbies. I've never really had hobbies, um, especially, like, getting older. Even when I was in high school, I didn't really have very many things that I, that I did. When the lockdown happened and everything, I did kind of get into painting for a little bit. So, I would paint. I was working on this clueless puzzle. (laughs) for like a really long time, never finished it. I think some of the pieces were lost. So I just kept being like, I'm not finishing this because I don't think all the pieces are here and I'm not trying to be in a bad mood because of this. So other than that, I haven't really had very many hobbies. I um, But I want to change that this year, which is, you know, this, this podcast I feel it could be a really cool hobby, you know? Like I said in the last episode, whatever you want to call it, I had said that this kind of thing really excites me. So I figure that this can be a really fun thing to bring into my life, you know? Thinking of a topic, recording it, you know, editing it here and there. But it can be like a passion project. Just something fun to do to take a little bit of time out of my week, out of my day, just to focus on something that's 
really exciting to me. So passion is that first word. I just want to bring in more things into my life that will make me feel more fulfilled. So I'm really excited um, to have this and to be starting it, even though it makes me feel really anxious sometimes. So the next four words, I'm not going to go into like extreme detail, but they're authentic, balance, yes, and progress. So all of these, I don't know, authentic, just be yourself, you know? <laughs> um, balance, I've had a lot of trouble trying to figure out like having a balance between like family life personal life, relationship life, friend life, you know, even balancing like money and how I spend it, you know, things like that. I just want to work on that a bit more. Yes, just simply saying yes to more things, things that scare me, push me out of my comfort zone. That was one of my words last year. And then progress, just to progress not as in I have this goal and I want to take steps to get there progress but just progress as in I am bettering myself not to necessarily end up somewhere but just to better myself like for the long run no specific goal in mind just progress to be better and cooler and smarter. <laughs> so my next little category is phrases. I have it phrases I live by, but it's more of just phrases that I like. So the first one is I do not have it figured out, which is a big one. You know, I kind of, that is more for my career I don't really know exactly what direction I'm going in, and it's really scary to me, and I'll have a whole podcast dedicated to that, but I think I just need to try to be more okay with the fact that I don't have it figured out, and I'm only 20, and there I shouldn't put any pressure on myself to have it figured out just because I'm uncomfortable with not having it figured out. Does that make sense? So my next phrase is, I need help. <laughs> I need help because I'm confused about things. I try to figure out everything on my own, which I think is a natural reaction for people to just be like, I can just, I'll just figure it out. But, you know, you've got people in your life, like, when you have somebody telling you, whatever you need, I'm here for you, just ask, just call, just text me. Like, I know for me, I'm not just saying that to say that. If I say that to you, I mean that. Call me whenever. Text me whenever. Ask for help whenever you need it. Like, I am here for you. I need to work on that more, especially with when people say that to me. If I need the help, you know, 
take them up on it. They're, I promise, 99% of people, when they say that, are not just making that up or saying that to make you feel better. So take the help. You'll feel much better in the end. My next phrase, I am my biggest fan and strongest supporter. This one is a little cocky, obviously. You will obviously have people in your life who want nothing more than to see you succeed. Like, maybe it's your parents. Maybe it's your best friends. Maybe it's your teachers. They only want to see you do good. But it... It just won't mean anything if you don't believe it yourself. And I'm learning that, you know, to to be proud of myself, to cheer myself on, to give myself pep talks, to do what I need to do for myself to believe that. And I don't know exactly what that is yet. You know, like I I'm I'm still working on it. I um I got a lot of grown to do in that sense. I've spent a lot of my life finding all the things that I that I don't like about myself or that I shouldn't be proud of. You know, thinking all the way back to like middle school where all good things happen. And I'm just trying to be my my biggest fan because because I'm cool, okay? And my mom said so. My last little phrase is do it now. It is not future Callie's problem, which is another one I'm trying to be better at. (laughs) I still have two loads of laundry sitting on my floor. You know how long ago I did my laundry? And you know what I said when I brought that back downstairs? Future Galley's problem. Well, okay, but now it's been sitting there. <laughs> that goes for little things and big things, right? Like, as simple as laundry. Just put your laundry away when you do it. <laughs> Just put it away. You know, to, to big things like... Maybe you're in college and maybe it's just just getting the class done. Just just do it now. Just get it over with. Just get it done. Don't push it off. Maybe it's money, right? Okay, I really don't want to, like, save this money. I don't want to put half of my paycheck into, you know, a Roth IRA, my Roth IRA account, right? I don't want to, I, I don't want it in there because I want it now. I need it now. But in the future, that'll go a long way. So I, it's really hard to like think of the, to think of the, the future and what you do, what you do right now genuinely affects that. Like even now, I think, man, if I would have put some money away in high school, you know, thinking, hey, one day. You're going to want to not live with your parents. So maybe put some of that cash away. If I would have thought about that... Dude. uh. Anyway, we're not going to get into that. With having my future in mind, it's a little bit easier 
to be like, okay, I'll put, you know, 25 bucks away. I'll fold my laundry now. I'll do some things now that will make tomorrow a little bit easier. That'll make next week, next year a little bit easier. And that is the last of my phrases. Um, and I'll tell you a quick little story. My sister-in-law, Tristan and I, going into 2022, we did a, a burning ceremony. I don't know if you guys have heard of it, but you have a fire of some sort, whether it's like a bonfire or like a candle. You just have some sort of fire and you write down on pieces of paper, like everything that you want to let go of, of the last year. So on New Year's Eve, we sat down, wrote wrote down everything that we wanted to let go of in the past year, whether, whether it was people, situations, feelings. And then you don't have to, but we said ours out loud and then we put them in the fire. And then we watched the papers burn until they were gone. And then the next person would go. And then they'd say what was on their paper, you know, why they wanted leave it in the past, throw it in the fire, watch it burn till it's gone. And it was really therapeutic. Like it was, it was just really cool to do that. And at the end of that, we wrote letters to our future selves. You can do it for as long as you like. I did mine to open on my birthday. So it was six months after the new year. And I thought, well, that'll be good. You know, it's halfway in between the year. I can check in to see how I'm doing. I wrote down some like, not goals, but like wishes that I had for myself in the new year. So it was cool to read back on that just to see like what, where my mindset was at the beginning of the year compared to in the middle of the year. So I will read to you what I just wrote in my notes app with all like my words and my phrases. So this is my little letter to myself that I can have for the new year. Callie, make this year your biggest year of change. You are allowed to switch things up, do something different, be afraid, but take the leap anyway. Surround yourself with people who want you to surround them. Attract what you need. Make your wants your reality. You can build your dream life simply because you can. I wrote that in literally about like a minute. It's very forward. I feel like it's like straight to the point. I wrote it with a lot of like periods in it because I feel like that's what I need this year. I need that like blunt, strict get to the point conversations with myself and with other people too, but with myself, like, I feel like it just kind of ties everything together for me. Like, I have a lot of things that I want to do 
in this new year. A lot of bigger life changes or just things I want to figure out for myself. So this for me is more of like, take time to think about it. Just, just do it. Just (laughs) don't just stick around in this little box that you've created for yourself because trying something new is scary. Duh, it's scary. It's supposed to be. You're also 20 years old and you can't just sit in your room in your parents' house, which there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. I'm just pointing that out. If you don't if you don't just want to keep living this life, if you feel stuck, you know, take time and think about it. What can you do differently? To change that, to switch it up, to make life feel more lively. That was my little, like, aggressive pep talk to myself. But if that did anything for you, I mean, you're welcome. That was pretty much, like, the best speech I've ever given. I need more pep talks in 2023. I need more connection in 2023. I need, you know, I need people in my life that will help build me up, you know, and we all can just help each other out and it'll be so sick. We'll be like, ah, do you remember at the beginning of the year when we all were scared and afraid little puppies and now we are these people that have taken charge and like just feel so empowered, which is so important to me to feel that way. Not only just being a young woman, but being a person. I think it's important for everybody to to feel empowered and enjoy the life that they get to create. So to finish this off, I I would love to know what you're doing with your year. You know, do you have goals? Do you make goals for yourself? Do you not do anything? Do you reflect on the past year? Do you have words? Um, I would love to know. I I think it's really interesting, especially because everybody is so different. So hit me up. I um I'm really curious. And I hope you have the merriest Christmas of all Christmases. And I hope you get everything you want. Don't forget to post it on your story, please. And I'll see you next week. This is the Cali After Hours Podcast.